Welcome to Readjusting My Crown Podcast, a show designed to help you release patterns that no longer serve you and claim the life of happiness, healing, and success you deserve on your terms. I'm your host, Carlicia, and I'm passionate about empowering you to put your best foot forward in order to live your life unapologetically. Every week, you'll get insight and tips on different topics surrounding personal development, establishing and maintaining relationships with others, and overall working to become the very best version of you. Be sure to head over to the Readjusting My Crown Facebook page to continue the conversation after each episode. Let's get started. with episode nine of the Readjusting My Crown podcast. And let me just say up front, this was not an episode that was in the lineup, but life happens and here we are. So if you haven't been under a rock, you know that many countries are now dealing with the pandemic related to the coronavirus or COVID-19 as they've been calling it. And just to give a little bit of a summary regarding the coronavirus, It's a virus that's highly contagious that started spreading in China and has now spread to many different places, including here in the United States. So everyone right now is working to prevent this virus from spreading in higher numbers, even going as far as to shut down school in many areas, shut down events where crowds larger than 250 would attend, which has now turned into um, less than 10 people, or even locking everything like Italy down the way they're experiencing things over there and threatening to do here in this country. So panic seems to be at an all-time high. And because of this, a lot of people are standing in lines clearing out grocery stores. And a lot of people are being asked to work from home instead of coming into work. Now, I'm not a medical expert, so I would advise you to continue doing your own research on the coronavirus and how it's spread, what the symptoms are, and how your area is working to prevent more cases of it. However, I do want to do a quick episode for those of you that are frustrated, stressed out, and feeling like you're going to go crazy if this madness doesn't end soon. So I've put together some sanity survival tips to help you keep your stress levels down, as well as some things you can do around your house in order to pass the time that they're asking us to remain in the house. So at the time that this podcast is airing, Houston is not currently on a complete lockdown. They are, however, asking us not to go out if we really don't have to in order to avoid coming in contact with others who may have the coronavirus or spreading it ourselves if we do end up catching it. So most of the kids in the Houston area have an extended spring break due to this pandemic and a lot of people are not returning to school until like April 10th. I I believe I just got an email a few days ago saying that they extended it to where my son would not be able to return until April 10th. So a lot of people are having to adjust not only their work schedules to be home with their kids, but also they're adjusting their budgets to include more at-home meals and snacks that they wouldn't normally have to buy due to their kids being away from home during the school hours. This whole thing is a complete mess. 
And I know that some are having worse times than others, but stay strong. We are going to get through this. Now me, I get restless really quick when I'm forced to sit still. It's almost like you want to go so many places and do so much when the opportunities are limited. But when there's all the time in the world, you don't feel like going anywhere or doing anything. So do you find yourself feeling that way or is it just me that's weird? For example, I'm a major online shopper. I hate going to stores to shop for clothes, shoes, and things of that nature because malls are so crowded, so full of rude people, don't know how to say excuse me, the food courts just distract me, and the parking is completely from hell. Not to mention, I hate looking through clutter to shop. It drives me crazy. I don't know how I used to go shopping at the malls all the time back when I was younger. It, it makes my nerves completely bad even just thinking about it right now. So it's pretty understood that I don't do malls and shopping plazas unless I absolutely have to these days. However, ever since all the coronavirus panic started, I find myself having the urge to go to stores just to get out of the house because I feel like I've been sitting around in my house a little more than usual. Now granted, I don't act on it because of the severity of the situation, but the urge is there and I'm like, where the heck is it coming from? Normally all I do is go to work and go home. But once again, that's that restlessness that I get when I'm forced to stay put. It also happened a lot while I was out after my surgery in December because I couldn't get around physically at the time and I was home on medical leave so I kept having strong urges to even go out and work out and get out the house to shop to just be doing something and I, it was all because I wasn't able to. So before the surgery I had every opportunity to create times to do those kind of things in the physical condition to match but I wasn't motivated to do any of it so I, I definitely can understand the frustrations of people who are feeling like they're having to stay home right now and it's making them very restless I, I completely understand that be patient remember we're going to get through this it will pass and I do once again understand all the frustrations about the limitations being placed on people in different cities and countries at this time due to the current situation because I do know that there are places that have it worse than we have it here in Houston there are places where they are being ordered to not leave their house so I, I do understand and I am thankful that it hasn't gotten to that point here at least not yet but anyways, I wanted to put together a list of things that you can do if you choose to in order to make all the downtime around the house productive. So remember, this list is not anything you're required to do and understand that this list isn't guilting you into doing more with your time. By all means, if you choose to stay at home and do absolutely nothing, that is totally fine. Because I do understand there are people that needed a break like this, not not due to the circumstances, of course. And they may need some time to regroup and rejuvenate from the hustle and bustle of their everyday lives. So know that you do not have to take this as anything mandatory. And I don't want you to feel any type of way if you're not doing any of the things that I do list. I just wanted to put out some suggestions and also put this out as a disclaimer because I've noticed a lot of people going back and forth online on different social media sites about what and how people should be using this time at home. 
Sorry, y'all. That's my dog, Oreo. He's in there cutting up. But yeah, I've I've, under, I've noticed that online about on the different social media sites about people fussing back and forth, saying what and how people should be using this time and whether or not they should be being productive or relaxing and just being still. There's no answer that fits everyone, you guys. Some people are used to always being busy and they feel more comfortable keeping that same busyness at home. And on the other hand, there are some who will find this as a great opportunity to relax and escape their daily frustrations, doing absolutely nothing at all. And both of the things I listed are totally okay. You have to find out what works for you. So the list I've come up with includes both ideas to relax as well as ideas to make the most of the downtime away from work. Okay, so the first category I want to tackle is health and fitness. When we're working and busy ripping and running the streets day to day, sometimes it can get difficult to keep incorporating a healthy lifestyle or healthy lifestyle choices. This may be an easy thing for you, but for those of us it isn't easy for, it has the potential to get that much more difficult to incorporate those healthy choices when our routines are halted, especially in times like this when our daily routines are halted out of the blue. So the first thing on the health and fitness list is making healthier eating choices. With so many restaurants being shut down altogether or only being restricted to drive-through or take-out options at this time, many people stocked up their homes with groceries in order to prepare meals at home. Now, the positive in this is that you're most likely to eat healthier at home by cooking your own meals than you are by grabbing quick restaurant meals. So now is a better time than ever to work on substituting some of your meal choices or changing your eating habits altogether. With the amount of time you're being asked to stay home from work, this allows you time to really sit down and work to evaluate your eating habits. And this time can be used to break down all the things you're eating, good or bad, and evaluate what needs to stay, what needs to be reduced, and what needs to go all together. So this also gives you time to look up different meal plans online to get inspiration for future meal prepping. Meal prepping is definitely not one of my favorite things to do, but I must admit it's extremely helpful in a healthy eating journey. It gives you a much needed consistency. So what I like to do when I find myself having a hard time coming up with new meal prepping ideas when my healthy eating mode kicks in is to go to Pinterest and start searching things like healthy meal prepping, meal plans, low-calorie foods, and other related search words. Pinterest is so dope because they categorize everything so well, so you don't have to search near and far for different things. Once I find things that sound interesting or look yummy or seem affordable, I create boards specifically just for those choices where I can keep everything I pin saved in one space. And this makes it a lot easier for me to refer back when I get ready to go grocery shopping for the ingredients to cook those meals. So my second suggestion in the health and fitness category is to remix your exercising routine or create one if you don't already have one. I know that a lot of people like to go to the gym to work out. However, many of the gyms are shut down right now due to the virus threat. But that doesn't mean that you have to stop your fitness efforts just because the gym isn't open. 
If you're in an area experiencing nice weather, throw those tennis shoes on and go for a walk or a run near your home to burn some calories. If you own a pool or have access to one that's still open during this time, get some swim aerobics in or some swimming laps in. And for my sports players, grab that ball and get some solo repetition in. I actually ran into one of my neighbors yesterday that had his basketball and he had his gym bag with him. So I was like, hey, you found a gym still open with all the craziness going on? And he was like, no, my friend actually has a basketball goal in his driveway. So I'm going to go over there and get about 200 shots in and do some basketball drills just to keep my cardio up. And I love that idea because one... He was still finding creative ways to do what he loves, even though the gym was closed, where he plays his pickup games at. And two, he was able to keep a workout routine going that didn't involve coming in contact with anyone else. So get creative in your ideas to keep your exercise going for yourself, whether it be outdoors or inside. Now, I love to dance, so what I like to do for indoor workouts is get my dance on to enjoy myself and burn calories while I'm at it. I do have a few different options for my dance cardio. Sometimes I'll just pull up one of my workout music playlists on my phone and do a little bit of Zumba, like my created versions of Zumba (laughs) for about an hour or so. Sometimes I pull out the Xbox and I'll put on Dance Central video games and other times I'll just pull up YouTube and find interesting workouts there. YouTube is a really great resource because there's already so many different workouts being posted by trainers and also dancers. And there's also a lot of videos dedicated to teaching dance moves of all genres so you can always find some valuable videos that will allow you to get some cardio in. I even have a workout playlist that consists of nothing but line dances, both old and new. So if you're interested in any of my playlists, both on my phone and on YouTube, let me know and I'll be more than happy to share those links with you guys because I enjoy taking advantage of them. So my third health and fitness suggestion for you to do around the house is to take time to create a plan for yourself health-wise. Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to gain weight? Are you trying to lower your blood pressure or your cholesterol? Now is a great time while you have more time at home to sit down and work on a plan to get those goals achieved. What are your short and long-term goals for your health? Do you have body goals you're trying to reach? Are you trying to be fine by the summertime? Well, put in the work to plan for those goals, and if you find yourself struggling with making your health and fitness plans, there's all kinds of resources online that can help you map things out without you even leaving your home. One thing I recommend is checking out the apps on your phone, because they have so many great apps that not only assist you with weight goals and meal plans, but also workout tips and customizing grocery lists too. Another recommendation is joining some health and fitness groups on social media sites where you can link up with others and learn and be motivated because we definitely sometimes need that motivation coming from other, someone other than ourselves. The next category I have on my list is for relaxation and peace. This is extremely necessary to each and every one of us. I know that stress and anxiety are at an all-time high for a lot of people, so 
It's important that we make time to rest and de-stress. Sleep is first up on the relaxation and peace list. Now, I know for some that love sleep, being asked to stay home more is a great thing because it allows for more nap times and longer sleep at night. So if you are already mastering a healthy amount of sleep, that is great. But for those that aren't, it's always helpful to look into why. Sometimes we don't sleep enough because we're swamped with work. Some of us are swamped with doing the parenting thing. Some struggle with sleep disorders that limit them from getting proper sleep, even when they want to and need to. Honestly, I I can say I fall into all three of those categories. But things have been improving, slowly but surely. But my question to you regarding sleep is this. Are you aware of how much sleep you get day to day on average? Once you get familiar with how much sleep you actually get, you can move to evaluating your daily habits that contribute why you do or don't get enough sleep. Do you know what helps you to calm down? Do you know what helps you prepare to fall asleep? Do you know what kind of things contribute to you having difficulty lying down and going into sleep preparation mode? Now is a good time while you have more time at home to start evaluating those things and what kind of routines work for you and what parts of your routine don't. My next suggestion in the relaxation and peace category is to make sure you have a place of peace in your home. Now this place of peace I speak of is like a place where you feel calm, relaxed. It's a place where you can go to de-stress and wind down without any distractions or chaos. It's a place that you can escape to in your home away from your kids, your partner, even your pets, just to be still and embrace calmness and tranquility. So do you have a space like that in your home already or do you need to create one? I have multiple peace spaces while I'm at home. None of them are spectacular, but I find myself being able to really relax and wind down in those spaces. I actually have four of them. But you don't have to create that many for yourself, of course. My favorite spaces for peace are my bedroom, my office, my balcony, and randomly, my vehicle. Now, it goes without saying that my bedroom makes the list because that's where I sleep and have privacy. My office makes the list because it's my creative space. And I always feel a sense of peace in areas where I create the most. So I have my office decorated with my favorite color schemes and quotes that motivate and make me feel happy. And it's also where my book collection and other things that make me feel really good are located. Now, as far as my balcony, it makes the list because I love my balcony. It's a really big open space that I can escape to, not just to have privacy, but also to get fresh air and enjoy the outdoors, even in bad weather. When it's raining, I love to sit out there. When it's too hot, it's really nice and breezy up there. I love to sit out there and kind of take in the outdoor sounds, do a little people watching, and, and just to reflect. Especially in the morning when the birds are chirping and like the squirrels are out there chasing each other. It's just, it's very relaxing for me. And my community is a very quiet community, both day and night. So it's just a really peaceful place for me to sit and just be in my thoughts. Now, it may be weird that my vehicle made that list, but I'll tell you why it does. My car has always been my peace place away from home when I need to get away and recharge. Like if I'm out around a lot of people, 
at an event, I, I tend to escape to my car. At work, when I step out for my breaks, I tend to go relax in my car to play music, make phone calls, or even just to close my eyes and just breathe for a while. My commutes are happy moments because I get to sing at the top of my lungs and do my obnoxious car karaoke without bothering anyone else. And it it all even carries over to when I get home, especially from work. Sitting in my car for a while when I get home allows me time to kind of switch from my work mindset to a more relaxed home mindset. It's just extremely calming for me, even though I've been teased by a lot of friends and family members about it because I guess it looks really weird for someone to be just sitting in a car for long periods of time. (laughs) But I can't stress enough for you to find or create a place of peace and relaxation for yourself in your home or even just near your home because there may be a special place in your yard or a nearby park that you may find relaxing. There may be a sitting area with like a beautiful lake view or something near your home that you can escape to. So my next suggestion in the peace and relaxation category is to find time to embrace being still and being present in the moment. Understand that you don't have to be doing something creating something or being something to someone every minute of the day simply because you're being asked to stay at home during this time. It's okay to do absolutely nothing at all but enjoy your downtime. It's okay to just lay on your couch and breathe. It's okay to just lay in your partner's arms and embrace the intimacy of that moment. We spend so much time on the go that sometimes we don't take moments to appreciate the beauty that stillness brings. So don't feel bad about slowing down to just enjoy that you have more time. Set aside time to just breathe and be grateful that you're able to be home more than usual. And take time to reflect on the good that can come out of you being home during this time instead of focusing on all the crappiness of the situation itself. Also, this can be used as a time to work on developing an attitude of gratitude. Regardless of the current pandemic situation, there are still things in your life that you have to be thankful for. You're living, you're breathing, your job is still yours even though you may be having to work from home or just take a few days off. Even just the fact that you're allowed to stay home during this time is enough to be thankful for because there are many people who aren't allowed to, myself included, at this time. Meditation and breathing exercises are a great way during this time to embrace being still and embrace tranquility. And if you find yourself struggling with this, there's a lot of helpful resources online and even offered as apps on your phone that you can use to assist you. Headspace. Headspace is a great example. I love Headspace and right now there's companies that are actually offering paid memberships to apps like Headspace for their employees. So be sure to check out not just apps on your phone and online, but also resources your job may be offering during this time to help employees cope with what's actually going on. So the next category I have on my list is for those of you working from home. And that includes the entrepreneurs, the creators, and everyone who has been asked to work remotely until this current situation is under control. I've seen a lot of people online expressing uncertainty and anxiety over working from home and whether or not they'll be able to stay focused and continue to put their best foot forward like they do in their offices. 
Now, working from home definitely has the tendency to bring on more distractions than you normally would have, especially for those with children in the household. Because remember, kids of all ages right now are out of school and home every day, too. And that's not just new for you, but that's a new situation for them also because they're not used to this homeschooling type situation. So work life at home is not always as great as it sounds, nor is it always as easy as it sounds. So I wanted to bring you a few tips that I came up with that may help you tackle staying focused and motivated to get your work done while you're working from home. And my first suggestion is designating or clearing a work area for yourself inside your home. And this allows you to designate an area with the least amount of distractions. For some, that may be an office, that may be a bedroom, that may be shutting down the living room or dining room area for a certain amount of time each day. So you can have like a large spaces area to work and clear the space out and be able to lay everything you need out and not have any loud yelling, no TV, no kids or pets running in and out. So find a space that works for you that'll help you stay focused and on the work at hand. My second suggestion is to make sure you have a morning routine that still works just as well as your morning routine you have when you're going to the workplace. Now, the positive about working from home is that you can be more creative with that morning routine now because you won't have to leave your house. So, do you make coffee every morning? Do you listen to podcasts or a certain playlist to wake you up and get you motivated for your day? Whatever your thing is that gets you ready to take on your day and your workload is the same thing you should continue to do while you work from home. It'll give you a sense of structure still. Another suggestion is to, if you're working from a home, no matter where you're working, if there's no organization, it can be difficult to stay focused and motivated. So whether you work from home or the workplace, you have to make sure that there's some kind of organization. So make time to organize and prioritize your workload and your schedule for the week. Set aside a moment before the week even starts, maybe on like a Saturday or a Sunday, to plan out how you want things to flow for yourself and what hours each day you're going to work, the order in which you want your assignments to be completed. You may not be at the office, but it doesn't mean that you can't still manage your time and your workload strategically. And last but not least in this category, be sure to give yourself breaks. If you find yourself zoning out, getting overwhelmed, um, nervous, step away to distress and regroup. Take a lunch break or do something relaxing or enjoyable. Step away from the computer to rest your eyes a bit and turn on some music. Have you a quick little dance party. <laughs> Call a friend or family member and catch up. The point I'm trying to make is to allow yourself time away from the workload so that you can be refreshed and so you can step back in and complete your work successfully. Now, on to the fun category, because you're at home, so why not enjoy it? Being stuck at home doesn't have to be as terrible as it sounds. There's a lot of things you can still do to enjoy yourself at home, as well as enjoying the people in your life that are stuck at home with you. So here's a a few quick tips of things you can do around the house that will still allow you to enjoy life while avoiding being exposed to anything right now. 
and these aren't in any particular order it's just things that I think would make things still feel normal in a sense or even things that may help to improve your relationships with others in your life so the first one is having game days or game nights when's the last time you pulled out some cards or a board game when's the last time you joined your kid or your partner in playing a video game um Now's the perfect time, basically, to take advantage of everyone being home together. Now, I like connect dance games on the Xbox and, like, sports simulation games and Guitar Hero. So, I'm always down to break out the video games. And it's also a great way to burn some calories while still having fun. So, it's a double whammy for me. These are also games that you can play with multiple people as well as by yourself. So it can turn into a pretty interesting competition and something that can last through the night. Now when it comes to board games, there's like Monopoly, Uno, Taboo, plenty of other games you can pull out to pass the time and bring some laughter and home bonding into play. And if you don't own any of these kind of games, there's always the option of pulling up games online to play because a lot of them are offered via websites and phone apps these days, so you don't really have to spend much money either. Another good idea for games are the ones that require asking other players questions because those games are not only affordable and easy to create, but they're also a great way to bond with others in your life and encourage conversations that you may not have had before or may not have been comfortable discussing in the past. Another idea of ways to enjoy yourself at home while you're practicing social distancing is to catch up on books, podcasts, shows you've been wanting to check out. I'm sure Netflix is everybody's best friend at this point in time, and they're definitely adding some great selections to their lineups for people to enjoy. Also, there have been music artists and DJs who've been providing free online concerts to enjoy or nightclub mixes for those of you who like to go out and aren't able to enjoy the bars and clubs right now while they're shut down. So, um, I know Anthony Hamilton, I believe... I just read about him having a free concert you can view online, Erica Badu, John Legend. Um, the great thing about partying at home is that there's no one having to drive while drinking and you don't have to abide by any kind of dress code. So as much as I like to every blue moon get cute and step out to be around others and dance, I'm all for having drinks at home and still being able to jam and get my two-step on in my at-home clothes. So, now the beauty of the times we live in is that we have social media and internet access to still keep us connected to others. So, that is another way to take advantage of the technology access and use this as a time to video chat with your loved ones or... Get your laugh on at some of these hilarious videos people are uploading. Watch some of your fave concerts, performances, or even learn the latest dances on your apps like TikTok. I know TikTok is really popular right now. So it's just about getting creative with your time at home, whether you live alone or whether you live with others. We have the opportunity right now to allow this time to help us improve our lives and improve our relationships with others. We also can allow this to cause us to be stagnant and bitter. 
So only you have the power to choose what route you're going to take and what you're going to make out of this time that you are being asked to stay home. But that's it for me, and I hope that you all remain safe. I hope you all remain healthy and encouraged during this time of uncertainty. We are strong, we are resilient, and know that we will get through this. And the best way to get through this is being positive and being together. Not necessarily physically, because, you know, social distancing, (laughs) but emotionally and supporting each other. And we have so many resources to still do that. I'm honestly loving all the unity I'm seeing from everyone, all the positive mindsets and all the businesses that are still working together to help those affected by the pandemic at this time. I just think it's a beautiful thing. And I hope that you all continue to keep your heads up, keep your prayers up, and I will see you guys really soon. I already have the next podcast lined up and it's going to be geared towards talking about self-care And how we can still manage our self-care even while we are stuck in the house practicing social distancing. So I look forward to presenting that podcast to you really soon. But I will see you guys later. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. And until next time, ready, set, grow.